It's time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Tuesday, July 5th, 2016. We have about uh, 16 vessels on today's Columbia River ship schedule. In our marine weather forecast, we have northwest winds 10 knots with gusts to 15. And today we're going to talk about a new project based in the Netherlands that aims to clean up ocean trash. But first, a look at our Columbia River ship schedule for the day. We have seven inbounders, we have seven in the Astoria anchorage, and we have two outbound vessels heading downriver and out to sea. Our first arrival in the river is the Sea Tribute. She's arriving from South Korea, headed for Astoria's anchorage. She's going upriver eventually to pick up wheat. She will arrive in the anchorage around 5.30 a.m. and head up to Vancouver by 11.30 this evening. She'll be arriving in Vancouver by about 5.30 a.m. on Wednesday morning. The new dynamic is arriving from Japan, headed for Astoria's anchorage. She's going upriver to pick up wheat, and uh, she will be arriving in the anchorage at about 9 a.m. The Euphrates Highway is arriving from Japan, headed for Portland. She's a car carrier with brand-new Toyotas on board. She'll pass Astoria around 10.30 a.m., arriving at the port of Portland by about 4.30 p.m. The Mukuru Arrow, arriving from China, headed to Vancouver's anchorage. She is... uh, going eventually to the port of Portland to pick up soda ash. She'll pass Astoria around 10.30 a.m., arriving in Vancouver around 4.30 p.m. The Pacific Harmony, arriving from Japan, headed for the Astoria anchorage. She'll be heading upriver to pick up wheat. Um, She will um, arrive in Astoria's anchorage around noontime. Uh, And we have the Global Prosperity, arriving from Vancouver, British Columbia, headed for Longview to pick up logs. She'll pass Astoria around 7.30 p.m. and arrive in Longview by about 11 p.m. today. And the the DACC's Terreno is arriving from Vancouver, B.C., also headed for Longview. She's going there to pick up pet coke, and she will pass Astoria around 12.30 a.m. on Wednesday. You might see her in Longview by 2 a.m. on Wednesday morning. In the Astoria Anchorage, we have the Global Trinity headed for Portland to pick up potash at around 11.30 p.m. today. She'll arrive at the Port of Portland by about 5.30 a.m. on Wednesday. Uh, The Sea Tribute, I've already told you about her. The Nicolene Bulker is awaiting orders along with the Ocean Ibis, the Octia R, the Ruby Inda, and the MG Earth. So we have quite a few ships out there in the Anchorage today. Lots of ship-watching opportunities there. And it's kind of nice to, if you have a pair of binoculars, or can borrow a pair, uh, take a look out there in the anchorage at those ships that are just sitting there. It's a good opportunity to really take a close look at a ship because they are so close to the shore there. In our outbounders, the Maria Topic is leaving Portland. She's uh, got soda ash on board. She's departing around 4 a.m. and will pass Astoria outbound around 10 a.m. She's heading out of the port of Portland today. And the Diamond Harbor is leaving Longview carrying pet coke at about 5 a.m., passing Astoria outbound around 8.30 a.m. Uh, Let's see. In our marine weather forecast, we have wind waves northwest uh, from the northwest, two feet high at about four seconds apart, and westerly swells five feet high at about nine seconds. Periods of drizzle in the morning, intermittent light showers in the afternoon. Well, today I wanted to talk with you about a a kind of a positive story. I was talking with you last week a little bit about... uh, ocean trash and how it's affecting sea life. Um, I I received this from a friend, Scott McMullen. He's head of the Oregon Fishermen's Cable Committee. It's all about uh, a project happening in, uh, well, based in the Netherlands that's uh, trying to clean up the um, trash in the ocean. So this is from Scientific American. It was published uh, just uh, last week, and I'm going to read you a bit from it. A nonprofit foundation based in the Netherlands has launched a prototype for one of the most ambitious sea cleaning projects yet. 
The innovative idea is a floating barrier that will gather the mass of plastic bits from bottles, bags, fishing nets, and other trash that sloshes around in the oceans, growing every year. Once deployed, the extremely long barrier could eliminate the need for an army of boats to haul our garbage back to shore. The 100-meter-long prototype was towed out to the North Sea, where the Ocean Cleanup Foundation plans to perform a year-long series of tests. If the long boom succeeds, the group plans to deploy a full-scale, 100-kilometer-long version between Hawaii and the U.S. That would happen in the year 2020. That's a section of the Pacific Ocean that has been one of the has one of the densest deposits of plastic worldwide. The aim is to monitor how the barrier will hold up in rough ocean currents and gale force winds so that a full-size device can be built to endure challenging conditions and still effectively collect trash in a much larger area. The test barrier is made up of a chain of rectangular pillow-like rubber buoys that keep the barrier afloat like a traditional boom that cleans up oil slicks, along with a two-meter deep screen extended below the surface that forms a curtain that will passively collect trash as water washes through it. The prototype will be arranged in a straight line just 23 kilometers off the coast of The Hague so that researchers can mimic the amount of debris in the Pacific by throwing biodegradable plastic objects into the sea and checking how quickly they are blocked by the barrier. A cable system will moor the eventual barrier so that it forms a long, flat V-shape. That way, debris carried by ocean currents will get concentrated at the center of the V. This will allow removal and recycling of the accumulated plastic waste. According to a 2015 study by the University of California at Santa Barbara, nearly 8 million metric tons of plastic end up in our oceans each year. Debris from North America's west coast is picked up by swirling ocean currents called gyres, which carry it away until it becomes trapped in a revolving spiral about the size of Texas that is now known as the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. The amount of plastic waste keeps accruing because most of it is non-biodegradable. Cleaning up plastic pollution is not easy. Using ships to dredge the debris is extremely expensive and time-consuming. Nets designed to scoop up trash often ensnare marine mammals as well. The Ocean Cleanup says its seamless barrier offers a much cheaper and sea life-friendly alternative. If successful, uh, as uh, experts estimate, it could have the size of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch in 10 years. Others remain skeptical of the floating barrier because its effects on the ocean ecosystem have not been studied yet. It's two meters deep, so a lot of organisms can swim under it, but you're basically creating a gigantic floating object that still has the potential to attract and affect the distribution of top predators and other animals, says Jeffrey, Jeffrey Drazen, a marine ecologist at the University of Hawaii. Here's another quote from uh, him. It's great that folks are trying to come up with mechanisms of trying to clean up the ocean, yet, uh, Drazen says, yet he notes that the amount of plastic floating at the ocean surface is only a small fraction of what's in the deeper water column. So in addition to cleanup projects like this one, he adds, we need substantial efforts to curtail the production and use of plastics. This has to be part of the conversation. And that is from an article in Scientific American about efforts going on right now. Um, in the Netherlands to, uh, to perfect a prototype that could help clean up trash in the ocean. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. Thanks for listening. You can find a, prod- a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. Have a great day. <laughs>